Okay, I don't really know how to start here, but welcome to our bonus episode. So this is our bonus fan fiction read along, reread maybe for you. For us, it's a reread. And we're excited to jump in talking about one of our favorite fan fictions. Yep. And that is Stacy. Do you want to introduce it? That is Take the Money and Run. Take the Money and Run. Written by the Sapple Pie Life. So great writer. We have mentioned a little bit about this fic already on the podcast in our Mm -hmm. little secret steady segment. And we are excited because I actually just started recording the pod fic. I recorded chapter one yesterday. It's fantastic. Thank you. Thank you. Stacey was the first one to get to listen to it. I still have mm-hmm. to give her the updated version because I've yep. added a little, <laughs> a little razzle dazzle. Yeah. Razzle dazzle. That's a good way to put it since then. So let's go ahead and get started with the song for chapter yes. one because each chapter has a song at the beginning and the author chose some lyrics for the song. And the song, obviously, for chapter one is Take the Money and Run. So Who's that by again? I wanted to say that Steve Miller Band. Steve Miller Band. They make some fantastic music. I don't know about you, Megan, but like I really dig like older music from the 50s, 60s, 70s, and 80s. Yes. And um, my parents obviously grew up during that time. So Mm -hmm. music like that, really, really, really good. So um, that's one thing that's very heavy in this fic is music. Yes. And I love it when obviously 80s music is great, but these people that lived in the 80s would have been listening to that Mm -hmm. music as well and it some of it like the 60s and 70s wouldn't have even been like classic rock yet it would have been i mean that's kind of like saying it's 2024 right now so (laughs) the music from the 90s and the 2000s right you know it's bad when like alanis (laughs) morissette is on the oldies station you're just like what (laughs) (laughs) But I've always loved, like, 60s and 70s music. I was obsessed with hippies. Mm-hmm. I always wanted to be a hippie for Halloween. and A um, true 90s kid obsessed with yes, the 60s. Wished that I had been at Woodstock and <laughs> loved tie-dye. The 60s one, not the 1999 one. Disclaimer. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um. So, yeah, great song and great, like, it just sets the mood for the whole entire thick obviously there's a really cute moment so hopefully you're listening to this after you've listened to the first chapter Mm -hmm. of the thick that's what we're intending and we want it to be accessible to people who are reading the thick for the first time so if you have never read the thick before we're going to avoid any major spoilers we may kind of touch on things that are setting up or foreshadowing for things that are happening later that we notice but also it'll be really fun if you're rereading the fic with us because you'll be able to notice those things too so Mm. the cute moment when eddie takes the deal um, from the government and steve he gets in the car with steve and steve puts the tape in and Mm. it plays take the money and run because that's kind of like (laughs) the whole 
the whole thing. Like they've got this money to burn. And it's funny. We'll talk about some of the like author's notes, I think. But in the first chapter, they wrote that obviously they don't think that that the government would have really given Eddie this big mm. settlement, but to set up for this fic, like that's it what works, had to happen. Yeah. And it worked. <laughs> and I've read a few fics before where there is government hush money because they have to sign NDAs and stuff. And this is probably the better usage because it sets up the story, like you said. And I really like that instead of dwelling on the aftermath of season four, like Eddie being injured and this and that, it takes place, I believe it picks up in like late August, early September. September, yeah. Steve has just dropped Robin off at college. So, you know, all the events of season four took place during March. So, Eddie is, you know, he's scarred up and stuff, but he's healed now. That yes. the government already has a cover story that hoppers back. So they, instead of dwelling on all that stuff, they kind of just pick it right up in September and they go with it and it works yeah. perfectly. And I think it's realistic because so many fix have them connecting right away and mm. kind of falling for each other right away. And it's really cool how this story they don't really know how they feel about each other yet. Like the way Steve talks about like sometimes Eddie annoys the shit out of me. basically, yep. <laughs> And I think that that would be absolutely accurate. And they're kind of like falling into this like companionship mm -hmm. because they're the only ones left. Like Robin's yeah. gone. I don't know that it doesn't mention it in the first chapter where they are, but like. The kids are have started the school. The kids have started up. school. I guess Nancy and Jonathan are probably also off at college. Mm -hmm. I'm not really, I can't really remember. Um, it'll be easy for me to avoid spoilers because it's been a while since exactly. I read this There you go. So I'm experiencing it for the first time. Which may I just say, this is basically this podcast friendship started because of this story because Absolutely. like we yeah. mentioned when we met at the philly fan expo we're going back and forth recommending all these wild fan fictions to each other and when megan pitched take the money and run she was like it's a road trip fic and i instantly was hook line and sinker so yes. we can thank this fic for this wonderful wonderful journey we've been on ourselves yeah exactly but, um, i agree like steve almost feels like He's in limbo right now. He's still working mm -hmm. at Family Video. You know, all the older teens have started college or moved on. The kids are back in school living their own lives because they're getting bigger. And he kind of feels like a loser just staying in his parents' empty house. And it even talks about him, like, heating up a TV dinner and just sitting mm -hmm. all alone, feeling kind of like, you know, garbage. But like you said, him and Eddie... You know, he's glad he's got Eddie because they've kind of formed this weird friendship. But then other times he's just completely annoyed by him and he can't stand him. And that's what I like because it's realistic, you yes. know. And I love Eddie's like goal of trying to annoy him as much as mm -hmm. possible to get him to stand with his hands on his hips. Like that was just so funny. And that's I so Eddie. It. Like that's very realistic for Eddie. I wanted to just highlight so I highlighted I think I've talked about on the podcast before that I download fix to my phone and read mm -hmm. them in my books app since I have an iPhone and 
that's one thing about that is that's why I had talked about with the epilogue. I was like, how am I Mm -hmm. only halfway through this fic if I have like two chapters left? And that was because the epilogue is like almost as long as the fic. And we'll definitely focus on, I mean, I'm, I'm thinking that we'll do the road trip part and then maybe take a little break and then do the yeah. vlog. We'll see how that goes. But the first time I read it, I can also highlight things since I read it in nice. the books app. So I figured it would be fun to look back at the things that I highlighted the first mm-hmm. time I read it. So the first line that I highlighted was, it would definitely be an adventure. Maybe it would even be fun. Or maybe Steve will spend the rest of his life in prison while he maintains that it was a justifiable homicide. I it actually could really laughed go out either loud way. <laughs> I laughed out loud at that when I was listening to you read it. I was like, oh my God, that's such a good line. That's so good. Yeah. And it kind of sets up their relationship because uh, we've said, and I do want to warn people that it is a slow burn because some mm-hmm. people need to know that it's a slow burn. Um, but it, it's it pays a off. great slow burn and yeah. definitely worth it, but it sets up their relationship because it's not always easy. And yeah. I can tell you from experience that being on a road trip with someone, it's not always easy. You're in close quarters. You're having to kind of rely on each other. And mm-hmm. it's it's not all fun and games on a road trip with someone all, all the time. So, Yeah. I bet. And it especially highlights in this story, you know, without going too far into it, what kind of like polar opposites they are, or at least they start off as with different interests of what they want to go and check out and how they go about things and stuff. And you kind of have Eddie playfully pushing Steve's buttons to try to get him out of his comfort zone. So it's it's really, really interesting. But um, yeah, I've only been on a few road trips to go to horror conventions. And that's about it. I know you went on a road trip for your honeymoon. And yes. how many states did been, you hit? I've been on a bunch of road trips. So mm-hmm. I've driven all over the country. We've been to 40 out of the 50 states oh my so far God. so and that's most of them i've been with my husband my now mm-hmm. husband to all of those places so we i can tell you that it's it's great and we yeah. love traveling together we travel together really well but it's still not it's not always easy. yeah you're not always getting along kind of thing um but i think we went to 18 states on this road trip that we were and some of them we had already been to also but like that was the total for this road trip that we were just on. So I was figuring that every time they kind of go through a state, I can kind of mention if I've been there or not. Oh, so cool. yeah, I, have, <laughs> I have been to Indiana. Nice. Twice. I, at least twice. Um, kind of just driving through sometimes. One time we went, we drove to Chicago and on the way back from Chicago, we went South first to Got Indianapolis you. Stayed the night in Indianapolis and then came back east. And we actually stayed at this really cool place. I don't know if it's still there when we were in Indianapolis called the Indy Hostel. Mm-hmm. So it was like a hostel, but we they had some private rooms. So we didn't like stay at like the bunk beds in the hostel. Yeah. But it was a really cool kind of like guest house type place. And then this past trip, we did go through Indiana and we didn't sleep in Indiana. We slept in at an Airbnb just above the Indiana border in Michigan at a horse farm. Okay. So it was really 
a cool challenge for this past road trip because we took Leia, who is our husky puppy. She was yep. about six months old at the time. So we had to find Airbnbs that are pet mostly friendly. Mostly Airbnbs, yep. yes, that were pet friendly. We stayed in one hotel in Fargo, North oh, Dakota. Oh my God. Um, because I don't know, Fargo is a weird area. Mm-hmm. And I guess that, I mean, we could see that on the show. Yep. Yep. Um, but. It was, um, there wasn't a lot of Airbnbs like around where I wanted to be. So we just stayed at a hotel and the hotel was fine. Um, but we went to this place in Indiana just out of kind of the blue. So it was this museum we found on this app called Bring Fido. So it's an app you can use to show places that you're allowed to bring your dog. That's so adorable. It's oh my God. The RV and Motorhome Hall of Fame. And it's a what? museum. <laughs> of like old rv all these cool rvs like did you see any winnebago's i did i have a picture i i posted it on my instagram story while i was on the trip um and it looked just like the one in the show it wasn't the one in the show but i think that (laughs) the stranger things people should take that one that they used on the show and put it in in there yeah People would go and see it. Iconic. <laughs> but Come on now. there was a very similar Winnebago to the one that they had in the show. And there was like old airstreams. It was really cool mm-hmm. all the way up to like modern, um, modern, like super fancy RVs that you could look at. And you could like walk with the dogs all throughout the museum and That's stuff. That's really cool. Yeah. So Man. it was a cool place. So that was our little stop on the way, on the way through Indiana this trip. Yeah, indies, I've only been for a horror convention like twice. Couldn't really tell you much about it, guys. I know James Dean is buried there. And um, I had a probably the best cup of coffee in my life at some random diner there. So that's how I remember Indiana. So, woo, Indiana. Nice. I feel like we have, like, the boys going to, like, diners and stuff a lot in mm-hmm. things. So they, they probably had my cup of coffee, so it's good. Yes. <laughs> um, One other quote that I had highlighted Mm -hmm. the other one that I highlighted from this first chapter it was from Eddie the world is our oyster the king and his court jester he bows to Steve at the waist dramatically I thought that was another good one that kind of like sets the mood (laughs) yep kind of kicks off this journey that they're about to take um and you gotta remember guys too it's 1986 so there are no gps's there are no smartphones they use a road atlas and a compass Man, I don't think I would have survived. Probably between that and can we discuss the list? Steve's rules. Yeah, let's discuss the list. Also, with the compass and the atlas, I thought that those were some other good comedic moments with the compass. He was like, I borrowed this from Dustin. Dustin, yeah. Eddie. Eddie was like, if that thing starts going haywire, we are going in the the other direction. direction." Yep. (laughs) And then and then his joke about not being able to read a map. Oh my God. (laughs) Could you imagine fucking with you? Like that was perfect. (laughs) And I love that it's the beamer too. That's one thing that was very realistic, even though, you know, Steve Harrington comes from money. Throughout the show, he always drove that same beamer. And from what I remember, it's like an early 80s, like an 82 or an 81 Beamer. And I remember being told before that 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 was an expensive car and it's just a lovely yeah. shade of burgundy. And it's the same car he drives throughout the whole show. So I love that the, the Beamer almost becomes like this third character 
because that's where they're oh, sitting yeah. 99% yep. of the time. You know, it's so cool. So that comes into play in the epilogue. I didn't mm-hmm. remember that until you just said that with the car. But then also some of the other characters that we saw in this first chapter, we're not going to see them again for a while because nope. the boys are going to be, you know, on their own. But his relationship with Robin is yes. definitely going to be something that is a huge um, focus in the epilogue or their relationship with Robin and also their relationship with Wayne. And I thought yes. it was especially cute that even though they aren't really sure how they feel each- about each other yet, they're like mm. barely friends. Steve is like super close with Wayne already and I thought that was adorable (laughs) and it just speaks volumes of stuff we didn't see that the writers just kind of almost like you know showing like probably what's already happened like Steve was probably around a lot for Eddie's recovery or you know hung around a lot and got to know Wayne and Wayne seems like this you know old school dude that would probably watch football and stuff yeah probably you know kind of formed a relationship with Steve over that and then we get to see classic Steve and Robin which I love that her parents didn't drop her off it was Steve because Steve is her emotional support person and you know those who have been dropped off at college or lived in a dorm or anything like that it is complete madness you know you always forget everything that was very realistic yeah yeah I love that and I looked up that and I'm sure the author did too because mm-hmm. they are very well researched but um walmart did come to indiana in 1980 so that's amazing <laughs> i'm going for a walmart run <laughs> i love that he found a mom in the hallway and like asked <laughs> what kind of sheets do i need to buy and then just the fact that like robin's roommate probably thought he that he was the clingy high school boyfriend he's like well yeah we had to cling to each other we we're sharing a twin belt <laughs> like Yeah, I was going to fall out on my ass. (laughs) Really loved that. And it's a little bit of foreshadowing because he's so codependent with Robin at this time that he feels a little lost without her when he comes back to Hawkins. And it's almost like at first he's a little wishy-washy on the idea of going on a road trip. And then he kind of thinks to himself, well, the only reason I kept working at Family Video was to be with Robin. She's not around anymore. Hmm. So so I can quit. (laughs) But uh, no, I really loved seeing those little hints of those relationships that, like you said, we don't see him for a while, you know. And Eddie's sad about kind of leaving because mm-hmm. he knows when he comes back, he's not going to be in the same place. Like because Wayne is about to move into a new trailer with the government kind of hush money type situation. And he's his stuff is all boxed up. So it's it's like. Eddie had this idea and it seemed like kind of a random idea that he came up with, but it also seems like he just needed, you know, a change and yeah. a fresh start too. And I mean, I'm all for like a road trip as a fresh start Hell kind yeah. of thing. Like yeah. that's awesome. Um, yes. But let's talk about the rules. Yes. <laughs> and I guess this is a good time for me to mention that when you listen to the pod thick, um, I am going to try to incorporate things that the author has incorporated into their fic that kind of make it that next level. Yep. So when there is the list of the rules, I'm definitely going to incorporate that. And when they cross things off, yep. you'll be being crossed off. And 
that's actually shown in the fic when you read it. And there's a lot of pictures, pictures of the map, the atlas. There's picture, other pictures throughout the story. So I'm typically going to use some sort of sound effect. So if you hear a sound effect when you're read or when you're listening to the pod fic, just know like that that's where there is some sort of image or media or something mm-hmm. like that. So check that out. Go back to the author's original fix, scroll through, and definitely check out all the images that they included because that kind of takes the experience of reading it to the next level. Yeah, this was honestly the first uh, fan fiction I had read on Archive where there were photos uploaded. Mm-hmm. And they really, like, they even do their own Photoshop and stuff. And, you know, we'll get more into it as we continue down the road of the story, but... The amount of research that they did, you see advertisements, photos of the real tourist attractions they go to. But what I like with Megan, what you're doing is you're kind of adding that razzle dazzle that the author added to their fix. So you feel a little more immersed with the story, guys. Yeah. And I like with the podfic medium, you can hear the music that Mm -hmm. they've selected to go with that chapter too. So that's really fun. But there's a long list of rules. We're not going to read them because you've just listened to them, but yep. he does already cross one off. Yep. <laughs> and it's it's a list of rules for Steve. For Eddie, it's more of a to-do list. <laughs> mm-hmm. He's like, okay, I'm going to end up crossing all these out by the end of the trip. And it's so funny because you see this image in the story repeat itself and they use it like an actual piece of paper like they have to jot down somebody's number at one point and they write it yeah. on the same piece of paper and they joke they around write on little it. notes it's yeah. it's really yeah cute. but i love that chapter one right away one rule is already crossed out hysterical yeah no heavy metal that is already crossed out <laughs> yeah he sticks that iron maiden tape in the tape player mm-hmm and we're off we're off to the races right (laughs) yeah it's such a good like it's such a good chapter because you really don't know where it's going you just know that they're starting this adventure you know and it's very rarely that when you listen to a pod fic or you read a fan fiction that you're instantly roped in this kind of story does it you know yeah yeah absolutely i think so for sure too um yeah so that was chapter one. Chapter I think one. we did everything that we wanted to talk about, right? I think we did, yeah. Yeah. So these episodes won't be very long. They might be a little bit longer for the longer chapters or mm-hmm. if we end up talking about more than one chapter. But we are so excited to have you tuning in to this adventure, going on this road trip with us. Yeah. <laughs> and we will hopefully talk to you about chapter two in a few days and talk to you then all right over and out over and out